Welcome to Sealing God's People with your host, Dennis Beard. Well, we know globalism, leftist theology, wokeism. We see that hand evil across the nation. And what do we do? Can't sit back and be silent. We have to lift up the Lord Jesus Christ, for if he be lifted up, he'll draw all men unto him. What are we called for? Are we on the timeline of the Lord Jesus Christ? No, we've gone past the first two seasons. First season was that Feast of Passover. That had three feet in it. Feast of Passover, Feast of Unleavened Bread, and the Feast of First Fruits. Jesus has declared in the Gospel of Mark, Luke, and John. And uh, came to the second season. That's the real resurrection of Jesus. And as he stated, I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. The Lord Jesus Christ will be made a quickening spirit. And uh, the Son of God will come unto us. And, uh, him that is true, and we are in him that is true. That's Christ and the hope of glory. That happened on the day of Pentecost, the second season of weeks. But now we're in the third season. We're in that last season of God and that tabernacle season. Not Pentecostals anymore, we're tabernacles. Those that have the understanding of the times, physical. Understand where we are now and that we must come together in the body of Christ. Not talking about a local church assembly. Talking about the body of Christ coming again into one mind, one accord. In the unity of the faith, we must come together. Oh, take not the assembling of ourselves together. So much the more as we see the day approaching, we can see that. But have... Uh, the spirit, the true Christ in that are true believers that have been born again of the water and the spirit, know that we are in the last of the last day. What are we called for? Many, as we see in uh, the book of Acts, even then in the former reign, there was dissension in the body. We must have forsaken present world. Alexander the coppersmith has done us much wrong. We see that coming against the body of Christ, that evil is always there to come against the true word of God. But it will increase the last days that Jesus said, I forewarned you that you should not be offended. We see that happening now, not just anti-Semitic uh, or against the church of the living God as well. When uh, you cannot even go to church and worship the Lord Jesus Christ without the hate crime that's being done throughout the world. It be it against the synagogues of the Jews, having their place of worship literally destroyed. Or churches of the living God the world, then we know that evil men and seducers are waxing worse and worse. And Jesus warned of it. He said that in John 15, and I have forewarned you that you should not be offended. Time comes that deliver you up out of their synagogues, catching your name out for evil. 
out of the churches. Yea, the time cometh that whosoever killed you will think that he did God a service. Why? These things they will do unto you because they have not known the Father nor me. They do not know that Jesus is the Father. If you'd have known him, you should have known the Father. That he is not a trinity, triune God, or a triune person God, and a Godhead, but he is one person. He's the expressed image of that singular person. He's verse 3 and 4. Now, because we have left that foundation of truth, and we do not understand that we're going on in that third season now that we're in after that second day. And in the third day, God will raise us up and we'll live in his sight. He goes on and says in Hosea 6, we follow him to know the Lord. His going forth is prepared as the morning. He'll come to us as the rain, the former and the latter rain. James 5, 7, the Lord has long patience uh, until, re- until he receives the rain the former, and the latter rain. The latter rain is upon us now. Somebody said, well, that happened in Azusa Street in the early 20th century. No, it did not. No, it was the move of God, yes. Latter rain, no. Obviously not. It did not even declare the work of God. Well, what is that? That's what we're all called for. The work of the ministry. You see that in Ephesians 4.11. We're focusing on the work of the ministry, the work of the Lord in this podcast. Why we have always missed the mark, because it was not time, but it is time now. And we know that because the signs of the time are there, and the voice of the Lord is speaking to those that have an ear to hear what the Spirit is saying to the churches, what the Lord is saying. To the overcomers. These are not newborn babies. Born babes desire, then says their milk of the word, they may grow thereby. They're born of the water and the spirit. Acts 2 38. They repented and been baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of their sins. They're not deceived thinking that you just asked Jesus to come into your heart. Or you said the sinner's prayer and you're saved. They understand that you must be born of the water, that water baptism is an essential for the circumcision of the heart in the spirit and to become a newborn believer and a new creature in Christ Jesus. The body of the sins of the, of the flesh are destroyed by baptism. Colossians 2, verse 10 through 12. Romans 6, 1 through 6. These are the true Jews, the spiritual Israel. Romans 2, 28 and 29. He's not a Jew. That is one outwardly in that circumcision of the flesh, but he is a Jew. That is one inwardly in the circumcision of the heart in the spirit, whose praise is not a man, but of God. That's the only way you can believe with the heart. That conscience purged from dead works to serve the living God is in the heart. And the only way to have the body, the sins of the flesh destroyed is by water baptism in the name of Jesus Christ, not Father, Son, Holy Ghost, which is not the name of, but Jesus Christ is the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, one Spirit of God in three different functions or three different offices. 
Now, those that have an understanding that have moved on and said, okay, now where do we go? Well, now we know that Jesus is the Father. Now we see that in a growth state in 1 John 2, 12 through 14. I write into you, little children, because your sins are forgiven for his name's sake, and you've known the Father. He just said, if you didn't know me, you should have known my Father also. Why? Because he is the Father revealed. See that? In John 8, 24, Jesus stated, except you believe that I am he, the Father of glory, you shall die in your sins. He is the Holy One, not a Holy Trinity. A Holy Trinity has been a fake, false doctrine oh, since 325 A.D. in the Council of Nicaea and the Chalcedonian definition of 451 A.D. No such thing. They're the ones that do know their God, a Holy One of Israel. Now you are little children. You went from newborn babes after obeying Acts 2.38, and you've received the Holy Ghost after you've been born again of the water and the Spirit, and then you come to that knowledge that Jesus is the Father, now from newborn babes to little children. Now we can't stay there. We must move on. That's a higher glory. Righteousness of God is now revealed from heaven. What? From faith to faith, Romans 17. That faith is where we go from faith to faith, from glory to glory, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ into a perfect man. That's where now we are at another stage in the glory, going from glory to glory, and that is that of young men. I run to you, young men, because the word of God is strong in you, and you've overcome the wicked one. Now, that is Revelation the second and the third chapter, the overcomers. They know the voice of God, the voice of our Lord Jesus Christ, that he stands at the door and knocks. If any man will hear his voice and open the door, he'll come and suffer with him and he with me. Jesus stated that. Those that know the voice of God, we must come together now. The body of Christ, as stated there in Malachi 4. Remember my servant Moses, behold, I send you Elijah for the great and terrible day of the Lord God. He'll turn the hearts of the fathers to the children, children to the fathers. The children are those that know that Jesus is the father. They're not full grown, but the fathers are full grown. Those are the ones that go after young men. I write to you fathers because you have known him that's from the beginning. 1 John 2, 13 and 14. And I have written to you, fathers, because you have known him. That's from the beginning. That's the word of God. In the beginning was the word. The word was with God. The word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him. The fathers know that. They have uh, that in the body of Christ, the cherubim, the zoe, the living creatures, the being the beast before the throne of God. That's being revealed now. We have heard through times past that cherubim were angels. They were an order of angels. Five. Cherubim, uh, there are the olive trees in 1 Kings 6.23. Who are they? They're the redeemed of the Lord. We see that. And the four and twenty elders and the four beasts, that Sing the song of the redeemed. 
that are redeemed of the Lord. Revelation 5. There, those beasts, lion, calf, lamb, and eagle, will receive. That is the same as we see in Ezekiel 1 and Ezekiel 10. The cherubim of glory. Now these go forth as a flash of lightning. That lightning will appear out of the east and to the west. That's the Son of Man revelation. That Jesus is ahead. We, the body of the Christ, and the instruments that God has called us for in the work of the ministry. Now it's focusing on the work. He gave some apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, pastors, and teachers for the perfecting of the saints for the work of the ministry. Now the work of the ministry that we are all called for, we see that in uh, that Psalm, David talking about it, in Psalm 28, verse 6, states, because they regard not the works of the Lord, nor the operation of his hands, he shall destroy them and not build them up. Very, very critical that we understand what that is. Isaiah says the same thing in Isaiah 5, verse 12, talking about the church world. And we gather for corn and wine, and we have first services, songs of praise, but none concerning the work of God. It's not understood or known. That's what we're all called for in the body of Christ. And it is time. It's not as far spent the days at hand. We're late in getting into this. The Lord is now moving in judgments to move us there. What is that? Is Isaiah. They take a look at 5, verse 12, the harp and the vial, the tablet and the pipe and the wine are in their feast, the feast of the Lord. Now, Peter talks about they are spots in our feast of charity. Well, what? Well, they're the mockers and the Feast of Charity are the ones there in the true body of Christ in those feasts of the Lord. We've added to our faith, virtue, virtue, knowledge, temperance, temperance, patience, patience, godliness, godliness, brotherly kindness, brotherly kindness, charity, Feast of Charity, a woe, those that are walking in the light as Jesus is in the light in the present truth. But there will always be spots in the Feast of Charity because they do not want to walk in the present preceding word of God, in the present light of the word. God is moving on us, the body of Christ, to proclaim that preceding word. He's sealing his people now, the servants of God, in their forehead on the 19th of January, 2019. While I was preaching in the Maasai Tribal Church in Transamerica, Kenya, Africa, coming out of that, then the Lord visited me. And during this visitation, last about two hours, okay, uh, lengthy. Bottom line, he said, steal my people by my words. Even as I send by angel ascending from the east, having the seal of the living God, so send I you. Not of any of our righteous or our holiness, the Lord spoke this. But as a servant of the Lord Jesus Christ, we pop the rag and shine your shoes. We're servants of the Lord. And being obedient, we the podcast, stealing God's people. And we help him do everything we can to bring this to the body of Christ. The burden's on us. 
Amen says the burden of the Lord, the burden of the Lord will be cut off. Burden's not on the Lord. The burden is on us, the body of Christ. For the work of the ministry is what we're all called for, but for the perfecting of the saints. That means that we have to press toward that mark. That mark is not an alog or the beginning of an A, beginning of the rate. It's a tav. It's end of the ABCDRA. We see that in Ezekiel 9. That a mark upon there, ones that are crying out for the sins and abominations done in Jerusalem. What were they? That mark is a tav. It is not an aloft, they, gamel, daylit. It goes all the way to the tav, which is the end of the ABCDRA, the Hebrew ABCDRA, the Hebrew alphabet. Why? Because that's not one that's running in a race, but the ones that are overcoming and walking in the present truth of the Word of God, present toward the mark. That is the Tav. It's for the salvation of his saints, of, of the people of God, sealed in their foreheads. And these are the ones that in the woe, 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 being the inhabitants of the earth, those woe trumpets that will sound their they will be sealed and will not be hurt of it. They didn't say they would not die, literally sealing their testimony with their own blood, but they would not be deceived because they are walking in the full, perfect revelation of Jesus unto charity. Charity is the bond of perfectness. It's the guarantee of perfect. That charity, that will cover a multitude of sins. Why? Because you're walking in the present truth and obedience under righteousness, which will yield the peaceable fruits of holiness in the present proceeding word of God. Man shall live by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. Now, we find throughout the Protestant church world, throughout the nations, that this statement that Isaiah said is true. He states in Isaiah 5.12, that they gather with the harp, the vial, the tabret, the pipe, and the wine are in their feast, their feast of charity. They're, they're uh, all worshiping God, but they're not focusing on the present truth. That's the problem. But they regard not the work of the Lord, neither consider the operation of his hands. Now, we just saw that David said, that not knowing and considering the work of the Lord, the operation of his hands, uh, is a very serious, critical to our salvation. And we are to take the more earnest heed that these things do not fail in us. And uh, that a singular promise does not slip any of us of coming short of entering into his rest. It remaineth the rest of the people of God at eternal Shabbat at eternal rest. And Jesus spoke of another day that the time is coming and now is when those that hear the voice of the Son of God shall live. And that's proceeding word. We are not in the Pentecostal move anymore. We've gone on to the new season. That is tabernacles, not Pentecostals. We're tabernacleists. There, we have been born again. The newborn babes that desire the sincere muck of the word, and we've grown, and we go to little children. We know that he's the father. Then we go to young men. Young men, because the word of God is strong in the body of Christ, and have overcome the wicked one. 
Now we're coming to that final stage, the final glory. Those are fathers, a small case F, fathers. That is the body of Christ that know him that is from the beginning. First John 2, verse 12 through 14. I write unto you, fathers, because you've known him that's from the beginning. I've written to you, fathers, because you've known him that's from the beginning. They know the work of the ministry. Now, very basically, what is, bottom line, what is the work? The work that we're called for. It's a strange work. We're going to see that in Isaiah 28. But the bottom line, what is it? Well, in Jeremiah 50, verse 25, it states very plainly exactly what the work of the Lord is. That is a strange work to bring past this act, his strange act. Without controversy, that's the truth. The Lord hath opened his armory and hath brought forth the weapons of his indignation. Now that that is determined will be done. And he says there about the weapons of his indignation. What is it? For this is the work of the Lord God of hosts in the land of the Chaldeans. He said, come you out of Babylon and be you separate. Mr. Babylon, the great about the hearts and abominations of this earth, the world, rides upon a scarlet-colored beast, and that beast is there of a trinity doctrine of the Godhead. We see that very plainly in Revelation 16, 13. On a trinity, you've got it. There's three unclean spirits like frogs, which are the spirits of devils, Working miracles. Somebody said it's a miracle. Yes, it is. The spirits of devils working miracles uh, coming out of the mouth of the pagan, out of the beast, and out of the mouth of the false prophet. Now, the Lord is wanting us to turn to the true and living God, the Holy One of Israel, that He is that God, and there's not another. He is using judgments to do that. Is this not sealed up among my treasures, saith the Lord? Deuteronomy 32. For the Lord will judge his people and repent himself of the evil when he sees their power's gone. There's none shut up or left. Why? That all may know that I am he. That I am God and beside me there is none other. Oh, God, Junior. I know not any. There was another spirit, spirit, Junior. God Jr., then he would have stated that in Deuteronomy 32. I mean, there is no other God. I know not any. But God said, he said, I kill, I make alive, I wound, I heal. I, the Lord, do all these things. Shall there be evil in the city, and I, the Lord, God, have not done it? And come and let us return to the Lord. Hosea 6, 1, for he hath torn, he will heal us. Come to the true and living God. And many of you that are listening to this podcast, have that revelation. You know who he is. You know the Father of glory. You've gone from little children, or that is from newborn babes, to little children. You know that Jesus is the Father. And now the Lord expects us to go on. We must come together in the body of Christ. Jesus ahead, we the body of the Christ, which is the Son of Man revelation. The Son of Man is not just a prophet office, as been uh, uh, proclaimed in the healing ministry 
ministries of the 40s, 1940s, and 1950s. That was a bold-faced lie. Son of Man is not just a prophet. They would say that is the prophet. No, that's deceiving the people. The Son of Man is the kingdom office, Jesus ahead, and we, the body of Christ, making one body. It is the total body of Christ in the kingdom office. The kingdom of God doesn't come with observation where they say low here or low there, but is within you. The body of Christ, the kingdom of God, is not meat and drink, but righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. That's the body of Christ, not an individual to rule or reign over the body of Christ. It is a body movement. The body of Christ must come together. That's the reason why it is so critical that we, the body of Christ, comes together and know them that labor among us, and we forsake not the assembling of ourselves together as a manner of some is, and so much the more as we see the day approaching. We know wokeism. We know globalism. We know they're calling evil good and good evil. It's time that we, the body of Christ, come together, for God is lifting up a standard against them, and we cannot be uh, silent. We must come together and lift up the Lord Jesus Christ. That weapons of his indignation is the body of Christ that we are his instruments of judgment. We see that in Psalm 149. To bind their kings and chains and nobles and fetters of iron, this honor have all the saints. Those that are sanctified, holy, both spirit, soul, and body, is to render the judgments that are written in the vengeance of our Lord God, and that will manifest in the day of our Lord Jesus Christ when the wicked will be ashes under the righteous feet. We see also there in Jeremiah 51, he talks about this work again, and he says, you, the body of Christ, you are my battle axe and weapons of war. You're God's instruments of indignation. Ultimately, God has called that judgment to be in the Son of Man, the kingdom office of the body of Christ. Why? Because judgment is given to the Son of Man because he is the Son of Man. And that includes the body of Christ. It's a kingdom office. And he says, you are my battle axe. You are my weapons uh, there of war. For with you will I break in pieces uh, the nations. Any nation that does not obey the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ in the last days in Isaiah 60, in the day of the Lord, will be destroyed. And with thee, I will destroy kingdoms. Now that will culminate in the day of the Lord, God being lifted up in him alone. The kingdom of God and the power of his Christ manifest. Before then, there is a work of the ministry in the three and a half year, 42 month time, times and a half, work of the ministry, the Jesus ministry, that must go forth as this gospel of the kingdom will be preached into all the world for a witness in all nations, and then the end will come. And that's what God is doing now. Those that have an ear to hear what the Spirit is saying to the churches, we must come together. We there are 
been laying out to you. That's work of the ministry that God is calling for the sealing of his servants now in their foreheads, the mind of Christ, to do the will of God. And those are the ones that are the fathers that will turn the hearts of the fathers to the children. All they know is they don't know the work of God. They gather for corn and wine. They had their feast of charity, and there, but none considering the work of the Lord nor the operation of his hands. They have never heard it. It's incumbent upon us, the body of Christ, and those that do know the will of God in this work of the ministry to turn the hearts of the children to the fathers, the fathers to the children, bringing everything into one, the unity of the faith, to the knowledge of the Son of God, then the Lord. He will fitly frame it together and compact it, seal it, according to the measure of every part, according to the measure of faith given to each part, whichever joint supplies to the edifying of itself in love. That's where we are now. We must hear from you. Those of you that know perfection, what do you mean by that? As Paul stated to the church at Corinth, he speaks wisdom to those that are perfect. Not the wisdom of the world. Let me get that for you. And it says here in the uh, church at Corinth that he states very simply that he speaks wisdom to them that are perfect, even the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the world unto our glory, the glory of the body of Christ, partaking of Jesus' divine nature. Through these, these exceedingly great and precious promises given to each one of us, whereby we are made partakers of his divine nature and escaping the corruption of the world through lust. That's not a rapture, not a harpazo. That's growing up into Jesus and all things and all truth. Which, which none of the princes of this world knew. Why? Because the wicked cannot understand these things. The natural mind cannot even begin to comprehend. It's only revealed by the Spirit of God. For had they known it, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. But what is it? As it is written, I have not seen nor ear heard neither that entered the heart of man the things which God has prepared for them that love him. But God has revealed them unto us by his Spirit, hearing the voice of the Lord. Overcoming to the end, the same shall be saved. God is doing that now that for our glory. God has shown forth his glory in the face of Jesus Christ. But we, the body of Christ, have this treasure in earthen vessels. That's the treasure that will be revealed in the last days. Deuteronomy 32 is this not sealed up among my treasures. What treasures? In the body of Christ, because that mystery of God and the Father of Christ, Colossians 2, 1 through 9, that in him are hid all treasures of wisdom and knowledge. Well, it's hid. It's a hidden treasures. Well, when will it be revealed? It will be revealed in the last days. The God is calling us for the work of the ministry. As he stated in Deuteronomy 32, is this not sealed up among my treasures? For the Lord will judge his people, repent himself of the evil when he sees these, their power's gone. There's none shut up or left. It will reveal the true God and eternal life as one, not a trinity. No three persons in a Godhead. One God. 
who works salvation in and of himself alone, becoming that servant, as he stated in the prophets, as well as uh, uh, in the, the Gospels of the Lord Jesus Christ, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, as well as the apostles in their epistles. As the prophet stated there in Isaiah 43.10, Isaiah stated, Thus said, you are my witnesses, thus saith the Lord, the Lord Jehovah God Almighty, and my servant whom I have chosen. Well, somebody said, well, it sounds like there's two. Well, of course it sounds that, but that's not the truth. That you may know, have the knowledge of it, and believe me, believe God, not some seminary, and understand, understand the Godhead. That you may know, believe me and understand, I am he, the Lord Jehovah God Almighty, that invisible spirit, in self-existent eternal spirit of God, the Father of glory, and that servant whom he has chosen, is the same. I am he. Before me there was no God formed, neither shall be after me. God formed himself a body as a servant, made in the likeness of man, being found in fashion as a man, humbled himself to the death, the death of the cross. God that worked salvation in and of himself alone. And we see that in Isaiah 43, 10 through 15, the Holy One of Israel, God thy Savior, the Lord thy Redeemer, just as Paul stated in Philippians 2, 6 through 8, that he made himself with no reputation, took on him the form of a servant, made in the likeness of man. He, the Lord Jehovah God Almighty, the Father of glory, is that man, Christ Jesus. Now he went back to his former glory. He is that quickening spirit. Now that's the bottom line for all the judgment of God in the whole world. But what they have talked about, well, what's prophecy? What's God going to do? Let's find out what the prophets are saying for this year. Well, spiritual man is mad. The prophet is a fool and hatred in the house of his God. Turn to the Lord Jesus Christ. What is it? Well, it's very simply the work of the ministry. It is a strange work. Bringing past this act is a strange act. It has surprised the hypocrites because it's the work of God. It's a strange work. Bringing to pass his act is strange act. Judgment late to the line and righteousness to the plummet. Those that know their God, the true body of Christ, understand that, and they will be the overcomers that, as stated, as stated in Revelation 2nd and the 3rd chapter, which will be the ones that will be instruments of righteousness. They will be the vessels meet for the master's use that will preach this everlasting gospel to all the world for a witness in all nations, then the end will come. That's what we're all called for. Regardless of your vocation, regardless of what you do for a living, you, the body of Christ, are called for this. He states that, and without any doubt of a doubt, that this is the word of God, that those that know the work, the work of the ministry, that strange work bring to pass his act, his strange act, are now literally called coming together under that work of the ministry, into one body, one mind, one accord, even as it was in the former reign, so will it now be in this latter reign. I need to hear from you. The Lord has spoken to us. We've had that vision, not a vision, but the visitation, I should say, uh, there on the 19th of January, 2019, coming out of Messiah Tribal Church there in Transmit, Kenya, Africa. Heal my people by my word, even as I send my angel ascending from the east. 
Welcome to Civil Limagasso Send IU. We have done our best to bring that to you. Now we need to come together. It is imperative that we come together and go forward in this work of the ministry, lifting up the Lord Jesus Christ, not any man, but the Lord himself. We find that in that latter rain movement of the 1940s and the 1950s and that manifested sons of God were lifting up individuals, lording over the body of Christ, looking to them, saying that they were some savior for mankind. That's not the case. He left up the Lord Jesus Christ, he be lifted up, he draws all men to himself. He that speaketh of himself seeketh his own glory. Him that speaketh of him that sit him, there's no unrighteousness in him. We need to hear from you. And there, please give us a call, contact me, let us get together so that we may work in this work of the ministry. The Lord's doing it now, the voice of the Lord going forth to his people. Will we pray for each one, all of us, to be that whatever is lacking in us to be perfected because the coming of the Lord draws nigh. We pray for whatever is lacking in each one of us there to be perfected, that we all may be presented blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ in both body, soul, and spirit. Until the next time, this is Brother David Spirit saying, Behold, the real Jesus.